Welcome to the Home and Away podcast. This is the long-awaited, mostly my fault, episode five of season two. I'm Caleb Lawrence, joined as always by my brother and co-host, Jacob Cobby. How are we doing on this fine Monday? I am good, bro. How about yourself? Good, man. A little um, day off work for MLK Junior Day. day off. Off. Yeah, MLK. Um Obviously, nice to get the day off, trying to take some time today, make sure we're remembering the reason for it, not just appreciating the day off, you know, uh, so spend Ref- some time. Reflect with the- on the sacrifices that Dr. King made a little bit. You Absolutely. Know? Absolutely. Um, spent some time with little man this, this morning, dropped him off at daycare, had a couple errands to run before before doing this. And um, Melissa's, Melissa's covering basketball practice today. Uh, basketball ats little guy is six so i'm just covering for her and you know we're just rocking so hmm. that's, all we, that's all we got over here speaking of north dakota state university basketball uh i don't know what his name is but buddy's blowing up right now I, he then went viral for punching on somebody crazy <laughs> and then i saw he went viral on uh twitter for her, like his highlight his highlight tape was going viral it was getting shared around crazy what, what, what's his name Grant Nelson. Um dude kind of got a little uh a little shit to him for how like he looks big, bro. He looks tall. Yeah, he's big. He's like six eleven. Like I like I would how, say six eleven. Yeah, he's for lanky. how tall he is, yeah. I'm saying like he got a little He does. Him. He got some shits to him. Um so I don't I don't know how to take him, right? As as a person who previously at not as high of a level in a very short period of time. So I want to get that out there, right? Like evaluated and recruited basketball players. Yeah. I don't know what it's hard to really assess what he is. Um, so like most of the highlights are summit league games. And I would say in the summit league, he's like he's one of the best players in the summit league, period. And yeah. I think he's technically a sophomore. But isn't North Dakota State struggling this year though? Sorry. Uh, so started off really bad. Um, kind of turned it around a little bit. Let me see. But they what... had a tougher non-conference schedule though, right? Like they played KU and somebody else big, I think, didn't they? Um, yeah, they started with KU and Arkansas. Like, so they had tough non-con. They're they're up to eight and eleven. Um, overall, and they're actually second in the conference. They're five and two in the conference. So, oh, so like, they're they're they're, they're good for their conference. They just were struggling maybe in their non-conference schedule um, a little bit. They're they're really young, to be honest. Uh, like. They were picked to finish towards the bottom, but uh, really young. But Grant is really talented, really skilled, especially for his size. The only thing that, like, I struggle with, because uh, there's people around here who are like, oh, he should transfer Power 5. Like, he's easily a Power 5 guy. Like, he should go there for mm-hmm. sure. And I think there's potential for that. Um, my biggest thing is every time I've seen him play a Power 5 school, he gets bullied a little bit. Like he's a little thin. Size, though, he looks like, huh? He's thin, yeah. Like the size and the athleticism gets to him a little bit. Like out here in like summit league games, most games he's the most athletic dude. Like, yeah, you can see in the in the video he's super bouncy. He's super talented. Um, like finishes well, everything. But like, I don't know if it just like turns on and off a little bit, or he has moments. Um, and again, I think he's by playing age of sophomore because um, of the COVID year. So like there's still plenty of time for him to shit, even be like 
an NBA draft prospect if that's the way it goes. But like, I just, every time I've seen him play like better, better talent, like when they played Creighton last year, he struggled. Obviously when you're the key guy on like, yeah, but if you uh, go play, yeah, like when you play a bigger school though, and they scout you heavy, and right. like, and like got the, these level of athletes, at, they've probably got one or two of them, or maybe even three or right. four. It's going to be definitely a little more challenging. I think it's also something that you would get used to if you played that level on a hundred percent. I and I I think like you see you see different guys move to different levels and have different levels of success, right? Uh, mm-hmm. like. I mean, you can even go example, Ryan Hawkins, like went from Northwest to Creighton and and really didn't miss a beat. Like, but they played a similar style and like he fit really well in that. And he always was someone who was considered a really good defender and like made shots. So kind of fit like a role still there. He wasn't trying to go like, and then there's guys who I think would be successful no matter where they went. Like you have Trevor Hudgens also Northwest. Like if he would have went power five, like I think he would have been, successful as well he's seen Mm -hmm. success in the g league but like you're also going to have certain games where you're just overpowered so like that point is not lost on me at all like it could just be that he is one especially this year you go play arkansas and kansas you're the best player on the team like they're gonna like they basically have one thing they're not gonna let them beat you like yeah i know arkansas is a ton of freaks right like they're not gonna let athletes they're not going to let that one guy beat them. They know as long as he doesn't do anything, like they should be fine. Mm-hmm. And if you're a low major going to play against these high majors, not even like just regular high majors, like top at the time, both were top 10 teams in the country, I think. So like you're going to get kind of keyed in on a little bit. So I understand the numbers wise, but I think there's um, potential for him to get there. I think it's a, a bit skewed, like the highlights to show and like the comments with it, like dude's gonna be a lottery pick this year. No, like that's just not <laughs> that's just not the case. But but I, I mean that's just how that's just how like the that's hype how, up like that's how social that's media. How, yeah, and anybody yeah. can have like a fire ass highlight tape. Like right. I mean, and I'm not saying Let's he's not a- nice. Like he looks nice. Like bro, you can't have that. Not everybody can have like that fire highlight tape. His highlight tape is fire. His highlight tape is nasty because he's he's got the because shit he's like and big he and he's on like people. yeah he's yeah. dunking on folks and stuff and like he's moving right. hella like, good. Like it's different. Gets. So his highlight tape is fire. Nice. But I'm just saying like like you know how people go like hype it up. They see a big right. person basically looking like a big like wing guard and like they're immediately right. gonna start thinking like oh lottery like KD comparisons or something like that. Right. Like yeah, but I mean. It is what it is, from, but from what I've seen, uh, from what I understand, not from what I've seen, like he was a kid who like shot up a bunch, like height wise. Oh, so he like, was like guard before, probably. Right. Like I don't, I, yeah. I don't I think he's like continued to grow in his couple years of college so far. Mm-hmm. So like he's just gotten That's bigger right. and bigger and like more athletic even, and obviously had some skill because he wasn't always the biggest guy. So, um, he's from North Dakota. Uh, I th- I think at this point, like people are considering him one of the best players, um, to come out of North Dakota. Really? Obviously, he's no Jeff Boshi, but <laughs> he's from North Dakota. Yeah, Jeff Boshi. From the people that I've talked to, Jeff Boshi is the best player to ever come out of North Dakota, bro. Really? Yeah, went to KU. I mean, I mean, they don't got like no like not a single league dude ever to just come out of North Dakota. Like, I mean, I, there's like league dudes out of freaking Alaska. So, um. You would think Doug McDermott be... was technically born in North Dakota. Okay, I guess. But did he didn't his... grow up there though, did he? No, his dad was coaching at uh UND whenever he was born. 
So and then, like he, and then he went and coach coached at uh, Northern Iowa, right? After that, yeah, and then Creighton, and Creighton, yeah. So it's not like let's he like get, went to high school there and grew up there. So let's get not... let's get off topic right from the start. Um, we're talking about we're already off topic. <laughs> who's <laughs> your Who's your favorite? What's your favorite highlight tape you've ever seen? What's your favorite one? Um, before I answer this question, let's talk hoop mixtape. Uh, before I answer this question. Maybe we could – nah, I don't know if there's enough highlight tapes. I was going to say maybe we could draft them. You want to draft them? We don't have a draft. We, that one would need some research, though. That oh, one I, would got, need I, got, I got a couple in the chamber. You I mean, I have, some, that? I, have, I have some, like, but I don't know that I have 10 because you'd need at least 10, you know? Yeah, just in case but I have some. Oh, let's, hey, let's, hold up. Let's, but pause, let's though. Side table let me, and, let me uh, pause this recording actually real yeah. quick, though. Okay, we had to get – Caleb situated. Sorry if there was any echo. I was hearing a little bit of an echo, and so I made him put headphones on. But uh, my favorite mixtape of all time, or at least what I think is the coldest one, is a tough is a tough question. And we did talk about it, and I think we're going to draft it some other time. So I won't necessarily give up my number one pick, but I'll say for me the craziest mixtape. It's probably between man, the one I used to watch a lot was a keel car, which is a low key one. Right. Um, not low key in like mixtape area, like everybody's who watched Hoop Mixtape back in that, like the Hoop Mixtape Prime, they know who a keel car is, but like the name is a low key name now. Right, like the low key low key basketball player. Yeah, because I think he didn't go to – I don't think he went to college anywhere or anything. I think he tried to go, like, overseas or something maybe and yeah, it didn't I work think out. I so, yeah. I don't know. I know he does some stuff with Ball's Life now, but he's still a bucket. Like, 5'3", I think, bucket. And he was getting on that room. Um, That one and then the John Wall was crazy. The John Wall was – I mean, I, I know my favorite for sure. Like I, I, but I want to give it to Zion too because his was so crazy. But at the same time, like his composition level was so, so, so trash. Right. It's hard for me to give it to. It's him. just so funny. It was like, uh, it was like Zion coming out here playing in like, in like the uh, Mississippi Valley Conference. Yeah, bro. Literally. And we ain't talking like the Valley College level, like our bro, high school conference. I'm talking about CM Triad, Jerseyville Highland. Where the, where the centers were like six foot farm games <laughs> yeah there was a lot of six like three six four dudes in there though that was just strong as shit and the refs wouldn't give me a right. single call and they was pushing me all the way up and down the court all 94 and i'm just like oh look at that i'm complaining about referees again <laughs> who would have thought bro you who know it was bad thought? you know it was bad in high school for the big fella I had a worse temper when you was playing in high school. I used to yell at the refs all the time. I would be embarrassed after games sometimes between yelling at refs and yelling at other kids, bro. <laughs> I'd be embarrassed sometimes. Heck, I was embarrassed sometimes when I used yelling at the refs. Uh, gotta love it, man. Sometimes the temper just gets the best at you. I still, I'll yell at, I'll be yell at refs in men's league games, bro. I'll just let them have it. And there's dudes that I'll be, I'll, t- I'll talk to them before the game, talk to them after, and during the game, I'm just on them. Yeah. <laughs> what's uh what's your what's your pick for mixtapes? Austin Rivers for sure. Yeah, that was your guy though for a little while. He was. Remember when he used to play uh 2K his rookie year and he would yeah, just windmill on 
he would just him. dive down the lane and windmill on people. He was one of them 2K cards that was just crazy. Kind of like Gerald Green back in the day used to be really good, too, on 2K. Hey, people don't like really sons. understand, bro. Like, we didn't have – we never had online until, like, I don't know, you went to college maybe? Like, yeah. maybe a couple years before. Bro, we was just straight playing each other. Yeah, we never had it like, until I went to college because, like, you didn't yeah. take the Xbox with you for your first two years of college. Right. Like, right. you just left it at home because you really, like, I mean, because who, you, like, what were you going to do? Like, you're just going to play against your roommate right. or something. Play I guess. It. Right. So, like, you didn't take it. And I was playing it a bunch. And then, like, I got graduation money and I, like, took the Xbox and I was like, yeah, can I just trade it in and get, like, a PS4? So I got a PS4. And then that's whenever I got, I got on online and I started playing with my friends and stuff. Right, because before that, we were literally just playing play now against each other. Bro, okay. But now that you bring that up, and we're way off topic now, but <laughs> to bring that up, I have to tell the story of the uh, taking the door off the hinges. <laughs> I want to say, so I want to say we were playing MLB 2K. I think that's what we were playing because they didn't have the show, you know, for uh, the show they didn't have we're, on Xbox. We were so I want to say MLB. we were playing. We it, weren't playing. We I want to say. Playing ML, we weren't playing NBA 2K? No, I want to say we were playing MLB because it was a game I usually didn't beat you in. I think I could get you in 2K sometimes, but I never really beat you, I don't think, that much yeah. in MLB whenever we were young. Like, now I'll smack okay. you in MLB okay. the show all the time. I don't know the last time you no, beat me, to be honest. That's not true. I really don't. On Diamond Dynasty, I don't know the last time you beat me, bro. Because we haven't played, bro. That, see, now you're just you, bro. talking nonsense, bro. But just I want to say it was like MLB 2K. I don't know. The game is <laughs> not the story, you know. But I like Caleb was always beating me a lot. I feel like whenever we were in like high school, you may I may have even been in like middle school and you in high school at this time. I don't know how right. old we were. Like right. probably around that age. I was probably, I feel like like 13, 14, and you were probably like yeah, old enough to know better. You were probably 15 <laughs> or 16, you know. Old and, enough to uh, know better. Yeah. Dumb enough to not care. And uh, <laughs> and, uh we uh were playing and I beat Caleb. And like it's a rare occurrence, so I'm a little geeked up. And I beat him, and I remember like it was a lot of trash talk going on during the game or something. But I beat him, and I think I just kind of smiled and like set down my controller and just started to walk out the room. <laughs> Caleb was a little hot, you know. <laughs> he's like, he's like, you don't want to turn off the TV? You don't want to turn off the system? Like mad at me for not turning off the system or the TV? And he's still sitting by the TV and system, mind you. We're in a bedroom so it's not that like it's not like you have to walk across the room to turn it off you he like stands up he can reach them both like bing bing turn them both off but he was just mad at me i think because you know usually i might turn off the tv he press a button on the system or something i guess but i think he was just mad because he lost and i'm like bro you're right there turn it off he's like oh uh, you don't want to turn the system or something he got a little hot <laughs> He comes over to like try and grab me or something, and like you know he wants to he wants to get a little physical. He wants to, he wants to get a little, he wants to rough me up a little bit. So I take off down the stairs, boom, 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 all all hardwood. We're sound probably sounds like a damn stampede down the stairs, and I probably said something smart to like make him chase after me crazy too. And dude's chasing after me full speed, full sprint, and I run into the kitchen. And in our kitchen, we have an area where if you go into the kitchen, you there's a little cutout to the left and there's washer and dryer there. And then there's a bathroom also to the left of the washer and the dryer. We call it like the secret bathroom because you don't really notice that it's in there unless you know it's there. And so I run and for some reason I take a left into there. I think maybe I was going to try and go in like the bathroom and close the door. And I go in there though and he catches up to me like when I hit that left 
And the only thing there is like a wall on the end, I guess a window technically, but the bathroom door is open. And this dude just grabs me and like kind of like gives me one of them like bully, <laughs> them bully moves where you like grab him, push him against the wall. <laughs> he like slams me up against the door. Like boom. And then I think at that moment you was like, we was both like, oh. and we yeah. look over and the door is just ripped off both hinges. <laughs> There's the door is no longer connected. The door is no longer connected to the door frame. And we're like, Oh fuck. And like I think mom and dad were probably not there at the time. I'm yeah. guessing because usually if we wild out like that, like we was probably home alone. Yeah. yeah. And so then we're like, I just remember like trying to figure out like what are we gonna say? You know, what are we gonna do? I don't but even remember what we ended like, up saying. And I don't, I don't think remember. mom and dad were really mom, that mad. Mom was like mad, but like, I don't know. They just put a different style of door on there. They put like a accordion <laughs> door yeah. or whatever it's called. Now uh like people don't people don't realize bro like i'll tell them and be like yeah me and my brother we're like we're two and a half years apart we're best friends and they're like really like my kids are two years apart and they just fight all the time and i'm like yeah like <laughs> yeah we, we literally scrapping. fought like <laughs> we fought like all the time not like argued with each other like we were swinging at each other not swinging crazy rules. mostly no, like we had rules wrestling and like body shots yeah yeah, we had rules, no punches in the face. Like every once in a while, it would escalate to that. But we yeah. were fighting like all the time and then going to hang out together afterwards. Like we yeah. were best friends, but we were scrapping for sure. And yeah. people just don't, people don't think one can be a part of the other one. And it, it's just the way it is. Yeah, that was for sure the most heated gaming moment I think we've ever had, though. Most heated gaming. The most heated fighting moment is probably when you broke my nose in the car. That was probably yeah, or when I dropped you in the living room, maybe. Yeah, that one. Was we were home weird. alone. <laughs> yeah, that was kind of weird. <laughs> when I socked you and dropped that kid, I had that boy. You, I had that boy looking dope. like Bambi. I had that boy looking like Bambi. Yo, <laughs> trying to take his first off the couch. You dove off the couch because I'm sitting on the couch like this, chilling, and you come up and go crack. I was like, damn! I stood up and you started to run away. I laid out, ah, buddy. Okay. It's up like what the hell? Bro, you went limp for a good little like 0.3 seconds, bro. You went no, limp and I, fell down. It it shook me for sure. Shook me for sure. But hey, we don't do that no more. We yeah, gotta set no. the right we gotta set the right message for the little man. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. I think the last time we probably fought was whenever you threw that basketball at my face as hard as you could. That was a but we didn't even like physically I, fight, we just yelled yeah. at each other. Or I yelled at you, a, and then you got upset yeah, because you were leaving for North Dakota. Time. <laughs> yeah, it was a highly emotional time. And I got in trouble for yelling at you for throwing a miniature basketball as hard as you could <laughs> in my face. Mom knew Mom knew the circumstances of the situation. That's why. True. That's true. That's true. I don't know that there's a way we get this back on track, but let's. let's I, all right. right. Let's, <laughs> well, we talked a little bit about um, college basketball already, but I guess before we really go any farther, I think we were supposed to add an intro, but – you know, just part of the reason why we've been gone for so long um, was just like the holidays happened and Riley came to visit me here in uh, Moodish. So we were hanging out and I was just trying to spend, you know, as much time as I could with her because we don't get to see each other very often, especially during the season. Um, and then like you were busy around the holiday season. Yeah. Doing End of the year do. is a busy time at the bank, you know. Bank is busy. Something. Yeah. So it was just not really lining up. And like, we knew he wanted to take kind of a break for like, 
I mean, like Christmas weekend, we knew we probably weren't going to record anything, you know, on like, because I think Christmas fell on a Saturday or Sunday, this Sunday this year. So like Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, we're not going to record a podcast. Yeah. And then uh, New Year's was the next week. And you had. You had a decent amount of road games too. Yeah, I had road games and I was getting home late. And then on Sunday, Caleb might be busy. So it was just like not really lining up. So yeah, that's my day to get buckets. It's yeah. The Lord's day and the day to get buckets. Yeah. The day of resting these jumpers in the net. I don't know. That didn't make sense. Yeah, we'll go with that. Um. <laughs> anyway, how, uh, how, uh, how has the season been? Right. We've had uh, yeah. shoot, probably like, five or six five or six games since uh since we last spoke how are we how yeah. are we feeling i mean since we last spoke i've been playing a lot better and the team has been playing a lot better i mean the thing that's crazy is you look at our record right now and i think we're five and nine i think after uh after sunday's game or saturday's game after saturday's game i think we're five and nine but it's like we lost by one point um against Ployesh at home we lost by two possessions against Seabue on the road which was a game like we felt like we could have won because we ended up beating them the second time we played them we lost in double overtime at, at Patesh we lost in overtime at Cryova. um and I mean it would have been a big upset but we were leading Cluj through three quarters and then they finally went on their run that they're kind of known for like Cluj is like the best team in the league so but I mean, four of those games, you look at that, there's four games that we lost by one possession, two possessions, or an overtime. Um, we win those four. We're sitting at nine and five, and we're sitting at third in our our division, you know, and we're looking really, really good and like great outlook on, you know, the playoffs or like because this year they split it up into two divisions. There's eight uh nine teams on each side. So the top five plays the top five from the other side in the second round after you play everybody from your side twice, which which this round ends, uh, we have two more games. So it ends at the end of this month. So in February, we'll start the uh, like second, kind of like the second round. And then the bottom four plays the bottom four. And basically you're just playing to like not get relegated to stay in the league and stuff. So um, like basically after this, there's, I mean, I don't think we really have a chance like, I don't think statistically we have a chance, even if we win our last two games. I think – I mean, well, unless people lose their last two games, we might have a chance to get into the top five. But uh, I don't think the numbers are adding up, though, honestly. But anyway, so you're looking at a possibility where the season could be completely opposite, basically. I mean, we could be 9-5 and five instead of 5-9, and nine, like that. Like, it's not unrealistic to say um, with all the close games that we've had. So that's tough. Um, I think we learned like all those, a lot of those close games were really early in the season that we didn't finish. And now we're learning how to finish games. Um, so that's been fun. I think we've won three out of our last five. Um, our only two losses have been to the top two teams in the league. So like those are losses that like you kind of, I don't want to say you expect, but like it's like you know you're really going to have to play like your best basketball absolutely and you're going to have to have them have a, maybe a couple guys have off nights. So, um, right. So it's like I'll just say it, you don't expect to lose those games. You go into every game feeling like you can win and like I mean we had a we had a chance in both against both those teams. We were like leading at one point in the game, you know. Um and uh 
it's just games that I think whenever you're looking at your schedule beforehand, you're like, okay, we should beat these teams, beat these teams. It's like, okay, we can lose to these teams and still be fine, you know? So right. that's all it is. But I think personally, I've been playing a lot better. I've been getting a lot more minutes, uh, have seen my role increase a lot, especially like in the second half, because of the way the rules are here, you have to play two Romanians in the first half. And uh, one, one of our best Romanian players is uh, same position as me. He plays the five. So it's like tough for me to get on the court in the first half sometimes. Cause then, some of our other better Romanian players are four men. So I usually play the five or the four. So it's it's tough for me to get on the court sometimes in the first half, but then in the second half, usually um, I'm playing a lot of minutes. Like last game we played, I played the entire second half because you only have to have one Romanian on the court in the second half. So um, me and the big fella have been playing pretty well together, actually. Um, and we'll, we'll see how it goes the rest of the season. Uh, hopefully we can keep trending upward like we have been. And uh, – Man, the support of the fans here, though, has been really great. Like, we sold out a couple games in a row, I think. Um, I mean, our arena is like a decent-sized arena. It's probably like 1,500 to 2,000, somewhere around there. I don't know, honestly. Probably 1,500, I would say. But, like, I think there was, you know, close to or if not 1,500 people at the Cluj game, and it was rocking in there. Um, we got a win against Tucker Zhu, and it was pretty pretty packed at least – at least I would say 75% capacity almost every game this season. Um, so it's been really, really fun to play here and like a really good atmosphere. And uh, the people here have been great, honestly. So I can't, I can't complain. I think from that standpoint, I think it's been one of like the better experiences, it's definitely the best fan base I've played for uh, probably the most, like, like the least stressful probably atmosphere I've played in as far as like the coaches putting a lot of pressure on you or the, the sponsors or the uh, like GM, like putting pressure, like, I mean, obviously they expect you to do well and like they have pressures on themselves, but I don't think they uh, project that onto the players. And I think that's a good thing. They let us play, let us play our game. Like, I feel like we all play with confidence. They instill a lot of confidence in me to like take my shots and stuff. I mean, right now I'm shooting like 44% from three, which is best of my career. Um, and I think a big part of that is honestly just my coaches telling me like, like getting mad at me if I don't shoot when I'm open, you know, whereas like last year I had a coach who was telling me like, Oh, you can't shoot from the right side. Like, okay. Like, so then like you're second guessing every shot you take or something, you know, because your coach doesn't believe in you and stuff like that. And like, yeah, I feel like these are the coaches that I enjoyed playing for probably the most just because they, I feel like they actually believe in me even even at the beginning of the year when I wasn't getting a ton of minutes like I was still shooting the ball well and stuff and my percentages were still great and I think that's that goes to show like even though I wasn't playing well and I wasn't playing a ton like these guys were still telling me like when I would go in the game like hey we need you to go in and shoot the ball switch it up for the big fella because you know big shots is in there more so in the block hook shots and stuff like that and I come in space the floor a little bit so it's been a good year bro it's been a good year. Um, I wish we would have won those close games, but I think, uh, yeah, we just got to win as many games as we possibly can the rest of the year, you know, no matter what, whether it's top five, bottom four, whatever it is, like win as many games and put ourselves in the highest position in the league as we can. For That's sure. Um, I don't mean, I don't mean to take us out of the serious basketball conversation into something a little more lighthearted. Um, but uh, most of the people who listen to this podcast, watch this podcast, uh, I would assume that they follow you on Instagram. 
um, where you had a, a, a bit of a referee tirade the other day. Um, would you like to take this time, air any grievances you might have? Uh, I mean, it's just it's just I don't really want to speak anymore on it that much, but I think it's just tough that the players um seriously, I think it's tough that the players can get these technical fouls and these fines and stuff like that and the refs can take money out of their pockets and there's nothing to police the refs. So, police the refs. That's all I got to say. Right, there's not like a 2-minute report and, and all that stuff like you yeah. get in uh yeah, it's not like the NBA or even in college no, I, where you, even right. in college where you can at least, you know, maybe like write and I know like you can like kind of send in some calls like, hey, this right. is some BS or something. You know what I mean? Like at least right. some accountability. Just have some review. There's just not really analysis. any level of accountability for anybody. So it's just tough. Right. That's all but, I'll say. I mean, they do their they true. do their best job, I'm sure. But, you know, I do my best damn job, too. And I freaking land on people's feet on a three point attempt and. It's a no call, but you know, yeah, let's not protect, let's not protect the players, but it's okay. It's whatever. All right. Next, <laughs> next topic. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll move it along. Shouldn't have brought it up. That's on me. Yeah, um, let's dive in. Let's dive in a uh, little bit of uh, NBA. I mean, NFL play. Well, no, let's touch NBA first. We'll keep it in the basketball realm. Um, I know there's just simply one thing we wanted to touch on. Um, realistically, and that's that's your guy, Jokic. Mm-hmm. Um, we're we're talking Monday last night, Sunday night had a, a game winning step back three, the most casual game winner I may have ever seen, in terms of both move, shot, move slash shot and reaction, like just un- <laughs> unbelievable by Jokic and uh, from back to back MVPs. I, I know you're year of the camp that he deserves a third one coming here um a lot of 100 a lot of good contenders for the mvp race right now but talk talk to me about the shot Jokic, <laughs> slow ass. Out of MVP. <laughs> first of all dude does a slow ass dribble and then literally just steps backwards like like directly yeah, like, backwards like not like a step back where you kind of just side. literally takes one, a dribble step takes backwards. one big right foot back and just lets it fly and like does it slowly too um, I feel like it was the epitome of his game. Honestly, he's never so rushed. disrespectful. He's never so rushed. Um, and he makes tough shots on a regular basis, on a nightly basis. And yeah, I'm of the camp that he should win a third MVP in a row. Let me read you. Let me read you some stats. I pulled them up just so I could read them to you because when I saw him, I honestly I didn't even realize they were that good. First of all, let's say this: Nuggets first seed in the West right now does matter. Yeah. Does matter. matter. It has mattered recently. You think Giannis would have? I don't know if Giannis would have won those MVPs if he wouldn't have been the best team in the East. The Bucks. I agree. You know, I mean, he was having incredible seasons, but you know what I'm saying. So, Jokic this year, Jamal Murray's back, right? So he don't have to score it as well as much. So he's down from 27 to 25 points per game, 24.7. But his rebounds are at 11 per game. And his assists, he's averaging 9.8 assists per game. If this man averages a triple-double at the center position, you have to give him the MVP. If he averages a triple-double at the center position, you have to give him the MVP. That's never, like, that's unheard of, I feel like. Third thing here that I want to point out. So not only is he almost averaging triple-double, 25, 11, and 10, this man is shooting right now 62% from the field. His last two MVP seasons, he got 58 and 56. 
So he's shooting 62% from the field, 37 from three, almost 40. 81 from the line, which is on par with the rest of his career. So essentially, he's one of the most efficient players in the league. And he's almost averaging a triple-double. And his team is the best team in the Western Conference. I don't know. Sounds like oh, I, sounds like an MVP to me. I I mean I agree. Maybe we dive a little bit more into the analytical stats in the next couple pods here, just to get a real idea of of it. But I, I it's hard to disagree with that. He's and people are saying he might. People are saying he's up there. So I mean, it's not unrealistic. No, no, no. Everything everything that I've heard said that he's up there. Um, I think it's like for some reason just really hard to get that third one. You know, in a in a row, especially like voters fatigue. Feels yeah, it feels like people don't want to do it. Um, but I I could get on board with being in that camp. I don't know who I want to win personally right now. Um, I know a lot of people are on, on uh, Jason Tatum's, uh, which I mean, tough for us to not be on Jason Tatum as well, right? Oh, but I mean, if it's that's a bit I of mean, bias, if it's not but... if it's not uh if it's not Jokic, I mean, I would hope it's Tatum. Right, it's a bit of bias. Like it, it's a bit weird because like I know Luca's up there, I think, as well in the MVP race. Yeah. Other than that, other than those like I'm, three, I'm not really sure. Especially in the NBA. Yeah, I've always been more of like a players guy than like a team guy. Like we, mm-hmm. we've never there's no NBA team bias, so we've never really been. And like once Austin got picked up by uh the Lakers, it's like, oh yeah, I like the Lakers. But also Jason Tatum plays for the Celtics, and I'm like, oh yeah, St. Louis, like yeah, rock with Jason Tatum, but that's I mean, you can't can't really do that that's a little bit disrespectful to both teams when it's the celtics and the lakers like yeah okay, i'm a La- i'm a lakers guy for the last since austin got there <clears throat> last year so lakers right. are my squad but my i think my favorite teams as far as like teams to watch um are probably memphis and jaw is really fun to watch, to watch. jaw is really fun to watch uh he was one of my favorite college players so like when he was at Murray State, uh, right. he was he just dunked. He's been dunking on everybody. And then uh, the other team that I like to watch, dude, I'm so stupid. Got a blank here. I drew a blank. There was like a team the other day that I was like, man, I love watching them play. <laughs> now I can't remember who it is. Now I feel stupid. You got any but of their players? I know Memphis. I know Memphis has been my favorite, one of my favorite teams to watch since last year. Um. I can truly say that I have also I've watched more Lakers games than any team in the NBA. I would say yeah. that since Austin got there as well, I have been a Lakers guy pretty like faithfully. Um, they are not the most fun team to watch. Like, yeah, I will. Say no, they that. aren't. They're, they don't move the ball the, the greatest no. and stuff. Yeah, I think Memphis shares they, the ball a little bit better. Yeah, when they get out going, like I also like everybody hates it. I'll probably catch some heat for that. Like the the Warriors when the Warriors are good are so fun to watch. They are. They are really fun to watch. Like it's really good basketball. It's kind of like reminiscent a little bit of like the Spurs, the way they share the ball and stuff. Yeah. Um, but I think uh, I like watching um the Mavs too, just because I like watching Luca. Luca's insane. That's really it. Luca's literally insane, bro. Insane. Yeah. All right. Let's dive into some NFL. Um, first week of the playoffs over. First thing I'll talk about, um, I know you want to get into a couple predictions, talk about Lamar a bit. I just have to laugh. Um, Living up here, 
That's oh, literally you, the entire... you gonna throw him out of the, you gonna throw him out of the bus? Listen, the entire year, bro. I've been like, people have been like, come cheer for the Vikings because I'm literally like, I don't know who to cheer for. Like, I don't have an NFL team. You know, the Rams left, so I was like, I, I just can't. It feels weird to root for the Rams. Um, like, I kind of dad likes the Raiders. I kind of like the Raiders, uh, but like also, and eh, whatever. They also suck, so I know that's wishy-washy, but, but, you know, the people were like, like the Vikings, man. Like, we have Dalvin Cook. We have, we have uh, Justin Jefferson. Like, we're, we're exciting to watch play football. And I said the entire time, listen, you might think that I'm flip-flopping. I'm not. The entire time I said, I will not root for a team that has Kirk Cousins playing quarterback for him. Ooh, that is wee. The- you don't mess with Kirk, man? You don't want Kirk, yo, <laughs> man? No, bro. Watch that dude play football. That's all I gotta say. That is so boring. You like that? That is so boring. He doesn't move. I like Kirk, bro. He doesn't move. He doesn't do nothing for me, bro. I need me a mobile quarterback, and I know that's part of why you like Lamar, because he got some shits to him. He moves around. He can run. He can fling it. He's fun to watch. But let's hey, let's not forget who my favorite. Who's my favorite NFL player of all time? Eli Manning. So, <laughs> can't move at all. Dude, so I mean, Kirk, but Kirk but Eli Cousins, Manning had that had that little bit of like scrambling magic to him a little bit. Every bro, once Kirk in a while. Cousins can't even like step up in the pocket, bro. And you saw that. You Shut saw up, that the bro. other day. You cannot win a Super Bowl with Kirk Cousins as your quarterback. Get him out of there. And maybe I like the Vikings. Give me one person that can take a couple steps in a couple different directions, and maybe I like the Vikings, bro. Y'all are some clowns thinking Kirk Cousins was going to win you a Super Bowl. Get out of here. That's Let's, all I got to say on it. Okay, I like that. I like that. You just got one at everybody's throat. Um, but also, I'll say this. One of the most fun teams to watch, and I hate to say it, but I still can't get behind them, is the Kansas City Chiefs, bro. So fun to watch. Pat Mahomes is the truth, no matter if anyone And the crazy thing is, is I, I really like I like Pat, and I like, like Kelsey. But, like, yeah. I'm just a hater. <laughs> it's because of them dudes and, and girls. Sorry, I shouldn't have just said dudes. But so the people in college uh, that was just the people corny. in the Berg, all of a sudden the Chiefs were good one year and everybody loved the Chiefs. Yeah, man. It's just forever. Yeah. It had same thing happened with the Royals. And then after after they all the they guys left. It. Oh no, we suck again. After everybody left, I, I didn't hear about the Royals for three years. Oh no, we suck again. They won the World Series my freshman year, and then I literally didn't hear about them again, I don't think. No. Yeah, that's once they lost Haas and Locaine and everybody. That's Nobody ever thing, talked bro. about them. And the people don't understand, like, it's not, it's bad there. And the Chiefs are fun to watch. Like, Chiefs their are so offense, fun to watch, yeah. They're so fun to watch. I I, I personally, like, I, I pull for them most of the time. I don't have a team, and I like Travis Kelsey, yeah. and I like Patrick Mahomes. So, you know, I'll pull for them. Mm-hmm. So. But, anyway, now we talked a little bit about that. The other thing that I wanted to talk about in the NFL – Obviously, the playoffs are going on. That's neither here nor there. Neither one of us really has a horse in the race right now. So there's nothing we can really talk passionately about because Ravens lost last night and Lamar wasn't playing anyway. So, like, my – I mean, they played at 3 a.m. here, so I wasn't going to watch one. But, two, I saw how they lost. It's a block in the back um, on Mark Andrews. I don't know how that doesn't get called. But, anyway, 98-yard fumble recovery to lose the game was tough. tough um tough scene but with that being said i think 
the Lamar Jackson thing everybody's talking about right now, how he didn't play, he didn't come back, he didn't play in the playoffs, has the PCL sprain, and um, they were saying it was going to be like a two-week injury or something. I think it's lasted like five weeks or something. Uh, I want to say anywhere from four to six weeks. I don't know. It's been a while, though. I know he was out for a few weeks on my fantasy team, and then he didn't come back for the playoffs like everybody thought he might. Um, and Unc Shannon Sharp was talking about it and Lamar was agreeing with him. And I've also said, like, why would he come back? If I'm Lamar and you're not going to pay me, you're not going to give me the extension that I deserve. I want an MVP with this team. You know, I'm probably the best Ravens player in the last 10 years. And you won't give me the money that I'm asking for. That's on par with other MVP caliber quarterbacks in the league. Why would I come risk my body for you guys when it's a contract year? That's what I think. I think it's smart. And I think he's looking out for himself, which he should, honestly. Especially, okay, your team's the team's telling him, you know, people in the some people in the media are like, put a brace on it. Like, look what happened to RG3 when he put a brace on it. Blew out his whole knee, never was the same again, never have really had an NFL career after his rookie year. And and like a fairly similar style of player, yeah, like similar, very similar yeah. style of player. Right. And and you're looking at the team like, oh, hey, come on, man. They play for us a little bit injured. You know, they're probably maybe wanting him to play a little bit. People in the media are wanting him to play a little bit. Hey, you got to sacrifice your team. OK, well, they got to sacrifice that bag for me, bro. You know what I'm saying? If they don't want to sacrifice a little money to keep me here, then I'm not sacrificing my body to play for you. Point right. blank, period. So I don't I period. don't blame him at all. I think he did the right thing. But what do you think on the situation? You agree with that or? Yeah, could you run me? Um, could you run me by your uh, most famous saying for me, real quick? Could you just run that by me, real quick? <laughs> I don't know which saying you're referencing here, but uh, about money, my friend. Oh, oh, uh, I gotta get my money up before I get my funny up. Exactly. Is that what you're talking about <laughs> now. Now it was acting a little. The uh, Ravens are acting a little bit too funny yeah. with a little, little less money than they should have. They're out here asking Lamar to get funny. Throw a brace on an injured knee. Yeah. Without giving him a bag. Without no, getting his sir. money up. Yeah. No, sir. We're not Can't doing do it. it. Can't do it. And here's the thing, right? I know it's going to be some old people, our father included, that are like, back in the day, dude would have went out there and sacrificed. Hey, Bradshaw won six Super Bowls Damn. on a torn ACL. <laughs> they, w- they, w- they were loyal to their team. It wouldn't matter. They knew they were getting a contract next year. They would have gone out and played. They would have done this. Bro, and if that, he goes out and blows and out that. his knee, though, he ain't getting a contract. <laughs> he's not getting a contract, right? I mean, he's getting one, but this not is, a not a bag. Not a this not is a, a this is a business. First and foremost. All right. First and foremost, this is a business. Billion dollar business. Some of these dudes, let's be let's be clear about this. A lot of these dudes, I won't even say some, they do not love football, bro. <laughs> yeah i see some of these dudes on podcasts talk about basically they're just doing it to get the bag and collect the check like my body guess what? it's like all they talk about really just sounds like is that they're sick of playing instead of i wake up i take a shower i brush my teeth get ready and i go to a bank every day these dudes go to the training center and go yeah. to practice and then they go home and they have a life and they're real people outside of playing football if they don't want to risk their body when it's not healthy to play for their job, that's on them, bro. They don't have to. Yeah. 
Literally, they don't have to because guess what? If the Ravens don't want to, somebody's going to pay Lamar next year. And if they have questions, the easiest answer is I was not healthy. Like point blank, point blank period. Same with these college kids, like skipping out on meaningless bowl games to like get ready for the draft. I don't ever have a problem with that, bro. Like they are protecting their pockets. They are protecting their future. I did see, I I think I did see like an Ohio state, one of their best receivers skipped out on the football playoffs though. (laughs) That was a little crazy. That's a little wicked, but like there's all this talk about like, Oh, you need to be loyal to your teams. And like, guess what? If Lamar comes out and gets hurt, just like you say, they're not giving him a contract. They're signing someone else. They're moving on from him the next day. So they're not loyal to him either. It's not like they're like, hey, come out, do this for us. If you get hurt, we're going to sign you to yeah. 10 years, 100 mil. Like, they're not. The only loyalty it. I've seen like that is when Dak snapped his leg and Jerry Jones right. was still like, we're going to pay him the bag. Exactly. And that's like, that's cool. I love seeing that. So guess what? Dak Prescott's ever in that situation? His ass is probably playing, bro. Because they showed loyalty to him first. Yeah, but, for sure. But like, you don't you don't need loyalty like that in a business it's blind loyalty man like 100 percent. we're just not gonna see it that's not the way we live these days like athletes understand the value of of their image and the value of their contracts and the value of what they bring to franchises and it's no longer the days of like let's talk baseball for example dad always says oh stan usual stay with the cardinals forever maybe he wanted to bro but the cardinals literally own the rights to him like unless they traded him he didn't have an option to go somewhere else. Yeah, it was a different. It was a different time. Now, like, right, player movement and everything is like of utmost importance, you know. And all like the collective bargaining agreements, I feel like in every league. So, like, obviously the exactly. players are gonna move around a lot. That's just how it is. Exactly, bro. Um, but speaking of player movement, the one thing I can't really get behind is the player movement in college sports and the transfer portal. Like, I think the transfer portal is cool and all, but I think it's a little bit too much. And the NIL money and stuff, and, like, the NIL idea we've talked about on this podcast, I thought it was an incredible idea for kids to make money and stuff off their name to kind of get their name and images back to being able to own it, you know? Mm -hmm. But I think it's just weird now how it's become, okay, people used to give the bag illegally to these kids to come to these schools, and now it's literally, like, going in the transfer portal and it's just a bidding war. Like I didn't, I didn't picture nil to be what it is. Don't now. tell me you didn't say it was gonna be that. Come on, I didn't bro. picture that, bro. I didn't picture these kids. Well, I think because I didn't picture the transfer portal becoming what it is now. That you could just go anywhere and play. That right you didn't away. have to sit there out. There are anymore. changes coming, right? There are changes coming. That out. you didn't have to sit out anymore. You know, I think that's the right. biggest thing that made the nil go absolutely bonkers, like it has, is that kids don't have to sit out anymore. I honestly right. feel like they should have to sit out still, because it's just like. Right. Like, how are you supposed to – I mean, I guess you just get, get a bag and just give it to all the kids. I was about to say, how do you even build a program anymore? Yeah. <laughs> Money. <laughs> yeah. Look at Arkansas in, right yeah. now. Look at Arkansas right now, how Muslims turn it around with uh, – Arkansas. Uh, uh, with, Shit, look at, uh, with, uh, look at uh, Dennis Gates in Mizzou, bro. Yeah. Yeah. They but, were I mean, terrible last year. But I think this is great leading into what we were going to talk about. Um, you wanted to talk a little bit about the college basketball season and how – there's no undefeated teams, and I don't think a lot of people could tell you right now who's going to be standing at the top when this is all said and done this season. Um, I think there's 
this is maybe one of the deepest seasons where it's like you could throw a bunch of people's names in the hat and pick one out and it might be right. Um, like you said, Mizzou's kind of had a turnaround season. Uh, you look at somebody like North Carolina, who is number one ranked coming into the season. And it's more of like, a, okay, they weren't that great. They weren't that great going into the uh, tournament last year, but they just had a crazy run. So it's kind of almost like a, they are who we thought they were this year. You know what I mean? Like they're not having a great regular season again, but they could, they could go make a run. We've seen them do it before. They have a lot of experience, have dudes that have been there before. And I just, I mean, I haven't been able to watch a ton of games because they all come on at like freaking 2 a.m., 3 a.m. But I check the scores and stuff and I watch the highlights and just seems like a lot of talent everywhere. But I think that maybe is contributed a little bit more to the NILs that you have a lot more talent and a lot more different places in Division One basketball. I will say that. That's the one thing that I think it may have. I think that's maybe the one thing that it has improved because it was kind of the same thing in college football. Besides Georgia, Georgia was like, head and shoulders above everybody but it seemed like there was a lot of really competitive teams in college football this year too and i think due to that nil stuff that kids realize they can go to get a bag anywhere they go you know right i think um like the biggest thing is there's just a lot of parity this year like you see other years where there's competitive teams and you don't really know who the kind of the national champion favorite is um right away and i think this year is very similar right like you saw teams like Gonzaga, Kansas, and and Kansas now is sixteen and one, so Kansas is really good again. But Houston, yeah, take losses early. Um, Who did Kansas lose to? Tennessee, I think. I want to say here. Let me look. I got pulled up. Kansas Uh, is nice though. They reloaded. They reloaded too. Yeah, Kansas lost Tennessee, and and I I think you could say like Houston and Kansas are probably kind of leaders in the clubhouse right now, but. If you look around like the power five leagues, the schools that were projected to like finish tops and a lot of them aren't the best teams, right? Like you have, uh, let's see, like uh, the ACC, I forget who was picked to finish first. North Carolina, like, you, I'm sure they were yeah, one, Car- one number yeah, one yeah, in the yeah, country. One, one, duh, 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 duh. Yeah, stupid. Um, they're one in the country picked to finish first. And like, like you said, they're climbing back a little bit, but fell out of the rankings like one of the fastest teams ever go from number one to unranked um you have like i think clemson is leading the acc right now so they just beat um, duke i think yesterday or two days ago or something yeah they Sunday just beat maybe. uh yep just beat duke on i think it was saturday saturday um uh, big 12 like pulled the big 12 standings K State. KU, but you have kansas state who was unranked they're a game back um texas is a game back now without their coach iowa state again having a great year um, Baylor is is three games back and there's just like so much different stuff that's happening I one of the podcasts I listen to um Ion College Basketball Podcast CBS they they were talking about they always try and guess when the last undefeated team will be in in college basketball and it's always sometime in January that they pick and, and we did make it to January but it was like January 2nd and it was I think the second earliest that there's ever been um, no undefeated teams. So it's just been a lot of teams taking losses. And yeah, there's teams with one or two losses, but uh, for the most part, been exciting. And <clears throat> you look at a team like, I believe Arizona, uh, they're, when they're beating teams, they're winning by like 15 plus points. And when they lose, they're losing by like 15 plus points. There's no like in between. They're either beating yeah. the shit out of everyone or getting clapped. So it's just a weird year. Um, 
great to see Mizzou be competitive and Illinois is fairly competitive as well. Now Mizzou had a really, really, really bad schedule to start, um, but they have got some decent wins. Uh, and then Illinois has been really up and down, but uh, it's exciting. I haven't got to watch as much college basketball recently. Uh, I watched the Lindenwood and SIUE play. Shout out, shout out the Cougs for the for the victory on that one, but uh, oh. not the highest level of college basketball you could possibly watch. But it, it was SIUE's cool having a, a good season this year, though. Shout out to them. They are, they are. Um, shout out. What's what's dude's name? Um, the new coach. I don't know. No, no, no. no. That's Brian Brony. He's been there for a couple of years. Uh, shoot, the kid coach from Helenthal? Collinsville. Legend. The kid from Collinsville. Who's there? Uh, Rayshon Simmons or Rayshon Taylor? Rayshon Taylor. Taylor. Shout out Rayshon Simmons. <laughs> Rayshon Simmons is uh Moses' friend who other who buddies overseas. He's from yeah. St. Louis though too. St. Louis. Yeah. Area. Friends with Brad Beal. Yeah. yeah. Shout out Rayshon Simmons one Ray- time. Rayshon Taylor. My bad. Isn't that his name? Yeah. Also, yeah. I want to give uh big props because we were talking about K State and I've seen a ton of their highlights and looked at a ton of their scores because I've been kind of trying to keep up with Keontae Johnson. Hey, Dennis um, Gates, the truth. The coach. I've been trying to keep up with Keontae Johnson from Florida. Uh, everybody knows supposed to be SC preseason player of the year collapsed with a heart, heart issue. Um, and wasn't going to basically ever get cleared to play again at Florida transfers to K state is averaging 18 a game this year. I think leading them in scoring actually. So, um, has them rolling. So shout out to yeah, him. Candidate crazy comeback candidate for big 12 player of the year. For sure. For sure. Comeback player of the year. If they had that in college. 100 million percent without a doubt bro uh, player. he was a he was a freak athlete at uh florida though really fun to watch yeah, he was nasty it's good to see him back and, and performing really well so mm-hmm. and it's sure. good to see it's good to see my my mizzou boys beating illinois this year and you know been taking care of business they got their breaks beat off them against ku though at, at mizzou the renewal of that rivalry um that was tough because the fans were talking crazy wet too pregame. Like I was seeing crazy. all this. I was seeing all these videos. Absolutely killed, bro. And they got they got absolutely blasted. And had we had Christian Brown on social media talking crazy. I saw. I was like, man. I was like, man. They deserve oh. it. They deserve it, bro. They can hold bro. that L. No doubt. What uh? Anything else you wanted to touch on before we um, dive into a draft for this week? Yeah, I wanted to ask you your Super Bowl prediction, which we forgot to ask about that. That's really the last NFL thing we wanted to touch on. And just for fun, give me a uh, uh, college basketball national champion uh, prediction. And, you know, maybe we'll come back to this uh, if it comes true. You know, come back, post it, give you your props or something, you know, for the Super Bowl Uh, and for college basketball. Okay. Let me go Super Bowl. And you can give me a prediction who you think will win and who the who you like Loki rooting for if you want. You know what I mean? <laughs> Super Bowl, give me uh you know what, man? I think I truly think that the Kansas City Chiefs are gonna win the Super Bowl. I, the <laughs> I really pick. do. I got the same pick. I got the same pick. I really think the Chiefs are gonna win it all. Um, I'd love to see. I'll say this. I'd love to see. I think it would be a really cool story for the Bills to win. Like I think it would be. Josh Allen need to quit flopping so damn much. So he's been pissing me off. But yeah, I think I think that would be a cool story. But I think the Chiefs win the Super Bowl. I can't lie to you. Yeah, I think the Chiefs win. But I wouldn't mind seeing the Bengals win because I mess with Joey Burrow. That'd be sick too. Yeah, Joe Burrow the truth. Um, 
Ooh, national champ. You know what, man? I think it would be really cool if Houston won. I know they're ranked number one, so that's not really like a trendy pick, or I mean like a out there pick or anything. They've um, been good the last few years. They made the final four what, been, like three years ago. Yeah, I think Kelvin Sampson, like I, th- I think it'd be great to see him him win a national championship. I think that'd be really cool. So I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go Houston. All right, I agree with that. Um, I think it's tough to do, but I think KU might repeat. Sadly. <laughs> Not a fan of it. That Not a fan gross. of it, but I think they might repeat. Um, yeah, I think I actually picked them to win it all last year in my bracket, even though I don't mess with KU at all. But, like, I was just being honest. And I don't mess with the Rams at all last year. And I was telling people that they were going to win the Super Bowl. So, so you're just on top of it, huh? I'm on a little roll. But, you know, I had to give it to the, give the props to the teams I don't mess with. But who would I like to see win win it all in college basketball? Um, I'll say Gonzaga. Just to finally yeah, get that, sick. bro. Just to finally get they that. Just, man, I want Mark Few to get one so bad. Yeah. Like just to finally get that, man. And they got uh they've got um buddy over there that I like his game, Drew Timmy. Um Fire Mustache. He's still got the fire mustache or no? I haven't yes, seen, I haven't yes, seen them play yes, all year. But no, I like his game a lot. Just Really fundamental, great footwork. Got like every single move you could think of in the low post. So it's nasty. So yeah, I, w- I would like to see Gonzaga win if I could see somebody win. But I think KU KU will probably take it home back to back. Even enough. though it's really tough to do, I think I think they reloaded. I think they they can do it. Fair enough. All right, draft time, baby. All right, let me get Talking out through it, Cobb. Let me get out my notebook so I can remember who you picked and stuff. Basically, what we're going to do here in this draft is just like an idea that we had kind of in the uh, in the notes uh, for a little while. Uh, we are going to draft the best nicknames in sports of all times. And I'm not talking about like team nicknames, like the Lions and the Bears and the Tigers and stuff. I'm talking about like player nicknames, you know, uh, like things that we call certain players, whether whether it be like a common nickname that they had for a long time or maybe something a little more obscure or something. I don't really have any obscure ones that I can think of. But, uh, yeah, just player player nicknames in sports, the best best nicknames of all time. And I, I'll, let, I'll let Caleb have – would you rather have the first pick or the second pick and have two? Oh, I don't care at all. Your, pick, your, your choice. Uh, okay. I will go second. I choose second. I like to pick two in a row, you know. <laughs> All right. Um, go ahead. You got the floor, big fella. Man, I'm nervous. Because I don't know. I think I'm going to take one because I don't think you'll take it. So, the other one I don't think you'll take. So, uh, let me start with the kid. Ooh. And Griffey Jr. The kid. I didn't even think of that, bro. The kid is a good one, man. Yeah, there we go. There we go. All right, I'm going to go with one that I feel like is a lot of people's favorite. White Chocolate. Jason Williams. White Chocolate is such a tough, tough nickname. That is hard. (laughs) 
What you got? Or wait, oh, I got two in a row. Yeah, yeah you go back and you literally just said you All right, but now now I'm lost a little bit because now I now I forget. Um for my second pick, just because I think this moment in time meant a lot to us. Um and I think they gave the they called it this, but they also kind of ended up giving the name to the to the player. And I'll say Lynn Sanity. Does that work or no? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm doubt yeah. Because I feel absolutely. like they kind of gave him that nickname as well. Like yeah, he was yeah. he was Lynn Sanity, but at the same time, it was also like the arrow was like the Lynn's Lynn Sanity, like was what yeah. was going on on the court. But that was like one of the most fun things I think to watch was that like two yeah. weeks where he was like unbelievable the best player in the world. Unbelievable. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Uh, the great one, Wayne Gretzky. I think. I think. I think that one could have slipped. I don't think you would have picked that one at all. But but I think he needs. He deserves to be up Dang. high, right? Like, he's the great one, right? He deserves to be up there. Dude, I definitely you forget. Would. I'm in a hockey area now, so I got that hockey shits on. Damn, that's a. <laughs> that's like one of the uh, best nicknames ever. The great one. Yep. Just to be called that is like <laughs> right. ultimate respect. Like honestly crazy. All right, I'll go with No, I'm not gonna go with that. I was gonna say something goofy. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm gonna go with uh one that I like now more, only because I started watching this show called Rise of Empires about the Ottoman Empire. So talking about like the Sultan and stuff. And I'm gonna go with Sultan of Swat. Beirut. Okay. That's a fire yeah. nickname, bro. Yeah. And he has a million nicknames though. So but I think that's my right. favorite one. Literally, literally Babe Ruth is <laughs> Babe. The Babe. The great Babino, yeah. the Sultan of Swat. What else he got? That shit. He got uh, a million. I remember they they list them off. Go watch uh go get culture. Go watch Sandlot. Don't they list off like a million nicknames? <laughs> yeah. The great Bambino. Oh, I thought you said baby Ruth. <laughs> uh give me and this one this one's gonna be out there uh this one's gonna be out there so but it, it's also from our childhood go ahead give me ray for alston better known as skip to my lou skip to my lou huh <laughs> yes sir skip 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 All right. My next one. I I'm going to go just because just because of the hype behind it and I want to go with like a little different sport cuz I had two basketball in here and I was thinking about going to another basketball one. Um but I want to go uh to one of my favorite fighters to ever watch. And I'm excited because he just signed a new deal with the UFC. Um, let me go with Bones Jones. John Bones Jones. Okay. Bones. John Bones Jones. I feel like it just fits him so well because he's kind of lanky, gangly, long arms. Bones. It just goes. It just the rhyme factor. Let me go with uh, a man who I believe is one of your favorite pitchers of all time. Give me the big unit, baby. Ooh, the big unit. Randy Johnson. And I saved one in the chamber, and I was going to get it fifth because I, I just 
I just knew you weren't going to pick it. Or at least I was hoping. But you, you probably have thought about it, maybe. Um, but I got to go with it because it's near and dear to the heart. And I got to go with, you know, Big Poppy. Come you know, now. Big Poppy. You know, Big Poppy. Big Poppy, David Ortiz. You know, you know, back in my day, I rocked the 34. They used to call me Lil Poppy, you know, when I was when I was out there hitting the uh, base hits to opposite field. <laughs> no bombs. But yeah, so I got to go with I gotta go with Big Poppy and owe it to my favorite baseball player of all time, man. I'm really I'm stuck between three people right now. And I don't Yeah, you can draft one to... and you can give me like an honorable mention or something. Okay. Um I think I think the one that I'm gonna dra- draft just because uh, of the level of athlete is Tiger. Period. Ooh. Tiger. Tiger, right? Like, that's Dang. that's the true. Oh, um, I'm so stupid, by the way. Why? Oh my gosh! What'd you miss? <laughs> I'm so dumb. I was gonna pick it too. It was low key gonna be our number one pick, and then I just forgot about it. I gotta mention it now. Gotta mention Who? the king. <laughs> I gotta mention my guy, Bron, the king, King James, King, king James. That's up there with the great James. ones. That is. That is. Uh, as far as level shoot, of respect. You better put some respect on that boy's name. What you got? For your, what, was the other, what was the other two you, you were deciding between? One, Dr. J, just because it's so yeah. smooth. The mm. other one, bro, just because it's funny and it's tough. The refrigerator, bro. Oh. <laughs> the refrigerator, Perry. That's fine. That's tough. The fridge. I was a big body coming downhill, boy. Yeah. I'm not standing in front of that and tackling that. Body. Uh-uh. Ain't no way. Yeah, no. You just hand no. it off to a lineman, bro. Let him go get one. <laughs> Yo, coach put me out there and say, yeah, you got to stop that. Not coach, that. No, coach you know what you. they call this man? Coach, you know his nickname? They call him the fridge. You go tackle the refrigerator, bro. <laughs> now, Coach, go home and tell me how many of y'all it takes to move your refrigerator. Yeah, it's going to take about two or three. You tell me you expect me to tackle him. You expect me to tackle a man that's named after named after that. Come on now. Mm-mm-mm. No, sir. Ain't nobody doing that. Couldn't pay me enough no money to try and stand in front of him. No, sir. Me. All right, let's wrap it up. Tell me. Let's wrap it up like this. Tell me your favorite show or movie that you've watched in the last two months, let's say. Ooh. You can give a show oh. and a movie if you want to or something like that. Okay. Let me go. Or a couple shows. Mo- you know. Just give me. Movie something. movie first. Uh, I don't know if you've watched this one or if, if it's really on your radar, but Emancipation, the Will Smith movie on Apple Yeah, TV I want to watch it. I need to watch it. Dude, it's good, but you 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 definitely who? have um you know the 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 guy who was a slave. It's a very famous slave photo with like the really torn up. Yeah, guy. I've seen that picture side by side from the movie. Yeah, so he plays that person. Um, okay. I, I, as far as I understand, it's supposed to be like fairly faced based up upon. I mean, obviously they don't know exactly what happened, but like based on that person, mm-hmm. right? loosely or something um, or yeah and it's all in black and white man it is it's intense it really is like um pull out your heartstrings like i i would assume like 
a very like a pretty raw depiction of what that experience would be like so um you got to be prepared to watch it but mm -hmm. it's it's done That's really good. well and like shows like how much those people like the slaves had to overcome to to get their freedom even once like even the emancipation proclamation yeah really like to give it to them. how much they really had to overcome yeah like because yeah. if you were in confederate state like even though the northern slaves were technically free like you weren't and kind of how long it took for that whole process to, to really have everyone have the same freedom so um great movie i i liked it a lot i think that's the only um i, I guess i watched glass onion the other night the knives out glass onion it was it, was, it kept me it kept me uh kept me entertained for sure different completely different vibe of a movie so to go from emancipation to that feels weird but uh good movie uh shows wise man uh, Melissa and I are watching. We watch not watching. We finished that in about two days. Ginny and Georgia, the new season. Um, don't care if it's considered to be for women. Great show. Love it. Me and Riley um, watched the first season of that. It was pretty good. She started watching I'm all the second, about it. but I haven't watched it. Yeah, third season came out. I'm all about that. Um, what else have we watched recently? I'm a super. I'm big into documentaries, so I started watching the uh, like the tennis drive to survive type thing mm -hmm. i only got through the first episode but i think they did correctly by putting nick curios as the first episode that's really going to draw people in i mean it's the truth truth it's crazy um, but other than that watch some of the birdie madoff documentary you should watch uh, uh if you're you like documentaries and like real stuff so you should watch uh limitless with chris with uh chris hemsworth it's on disney plus it's national geographic show okay he just does I'll, like I'll different challenges to kind of like test his body's limits. And like, technically it's supposed to be like stuff that's going to help with his longevity and he's fighting against, you know, father time basically. Um, okay. But it's pretty neat because they go into like the science behind, like, you know, he like swims in the Arctic, swims in the Arctic ocean or something. And they go behind the science of like taking ice baths or like taking cold showers and you know what it does to your bloodstream, your blood flow, like systems and all that stuff. Like Riley was pretty interested in, in it. The anatomy of the whole thing you ever uh laying out you ever so. you ever considered taking cold showers before uh i took one today after the sauna um i take them periodically i take them i mean when i do a sauna i do like 10 minute sauna like minute cold shower 10 minute sauna what cold what do you shower. think it does for you i don't know do you think I, it like wakes you up and like i mean it does but they were saying in the thing that it can help you know reduce uh it can help like prevent some certain diseases and help you know maybe i mean like ice baths i think they're saying can help maybe reduce swelling and things like that i don't know so right. melissa would probably know a lot more about this ice and cold treatment than we would true true um okay give me give me yours and then i got one more question okay um my favorite show that i've watched recently is probably rise of empires ottoman and it, it's a historically based um depiction of the ottoman empire and their quest to overtake constantinople from the roman empire which basically constantinople was the last stronghold of the roman empire in eastern europe um which constantinople is now modern day istanbul um istanbul was constantinople so that's the first uh that's the first season is that like about that battle and then the second season the reason why i started watching it i was like I'm let me watch the first season too because i like history and stuff and then the second season is actually uh, Vlad 
uh versus it's called like Vlad versus um Vlad versus uh Mehmed, which is Mehmed is the uh sultan at the time. Uh and Vlad is actually the old uh ruler of Wallachia, which is now modern day Romania. So that's why I was oh, interested okay. in watching it. It's like medieval Romanian history. And Vlad the Impaler, like I've heard that name a bunch, or you've heard like the name Vlad Dracula. Um, you've heard of Dracula the Vampire. It's basically based off this ruler that they had. And he was impaling a lot of people and like a lot of bloodshed on his watch. But also he's kind of like a little bit of a national hero here just because he was so like smart and protected his country so well and stuff um, that they kind of view him as a national hero, even though he was doing a little bit of like some really questionable stuff as far as impaling people um interesting and things like that but i might need to watch that but no it's interesting because it's like kind of like a reenactment like if you've seen like these like civil war reenactments let's say like that but with like 10 times better acting and like actual voice acting too you know like these people are actually like you know like drawing you into like their characters and stuff like that but then it's also going like it'll flip and it'll be like you know like a turkish historian or something will be talking about what happened and stuff and then it'll show you So it's like actually like history based, you know, Um, and they give you the facts behind everything. So that's why I liked it. That was my favorite show. And then I got to give a little shout out to like just a cute little show that me and Riley watched over Christmas was the Santa Clauses. The Santa Claus is probably one of my favorite uh, Christmas movies of all time. Watch that also over the holidays. And they came out the Disney Plus show. The Santa Claus is a little corny, not a lot corny, probably. Um, But it was like cool little cool little show to watch like around the holidays if you haven't watched it maybe next holiday season go ahead and give that a watch um and movies wise my favorite movie that i've watched probably the last few months because i i go i've gone to a lot of movies and theaters here actually because we don't really have much to do here um the menu fire is that is that a everywhere movie or um it's it was in theaters i think we watch it probably probably in december um but it's basically uh it said it was called like a comedic horror but i would not call it a horror at all like it was more of like a thriller and like a mystery you know you're trying to kind of solve the mystery but it's also like funny as hell at the same time is this scary no it's not scary it's not scary at all it's kind of like similar to like glass onion where you're kind of trying to figure out what the hell is going on uh like like a mystery like that but also at the same time it's just like there's some really funny parts to it and uh and yeah some pretty good acting good cast uh yeah definitely makes you definitely made you like think and it makes you um the whole time you're kind of wondering like what the fuck's going on what did these people do to be here and in this situation that they're in and everything yeah you should give it a watch i'll take a peek i would definitely take a peek at that um okay last last question heading in our first uh First episode of 2023. Um, do you have any? I know a lot of different people do different things to uh, try and do resets for the new year. Do you have any specific goals that you're working towards? Any any ideas? Certain words that you're focused on? Anything like that heading into 2023? Whether it's personal, basketball, pot, anything. You got anything you're you're focused on? Already failed one of my goals, uh, which was to make every shot I take the rest of the year um that one got <laughs> failed pretty quick 
uh, I always tell myself that going into the new year, and last year was actually my best month of the season was January. So I always just kind of give myself that, hey, you're not going to miss another shot the rest of the year. That's your resolution. You can't fail it, <laughs> you know? Maybe like a little psychology. You never know. It might, it might work. Um, Get yourself going. But no, just to, uh, one thing that I haven't been good at, but I wanted to get a little bit of a better sleep schedule, but it's still horrible. So it's probably not going to happen. Maybe eventually. Um, and uh, I know me and Riley talked about it in our relationship. And then also just me personally is like uh, growing in my faith a little bit, you know, uh, getting stronger in that area personally and in my relationship. So sure love it what about you love it uh i got a couple different things so i have a whole like sheet of stuff and trying to have some accountability with it uh, I, i've been pretty bad just uh, some things have been good but some things have been not great to start the year um, got time we have uh like one one is about uh just like finding finding a, a a health routine, right? Like it's tough when you have a kid to mm-hmm. consistently work out and, and find time to exercise. And that one's actually been pretty solid so far. Uh, just finding time to exercise. And most of the time it's at like six in the morning and I absolutely hate waking up, especially like last night, buddy didn't sl- like, he maybe slept like three hours last night. Mm-hmm. We don't really know what happened, but he barely slept last night. So to get up and get going is, is tough sometimes, but that's a big one. Uh, a lot of it is about just like being more intentional with my time, right? Like that's a word that I'm trying to focus on for the year. So whether it's like, yep, intentional. So uh, whether it's like time at home, really trying to like put the phone down, shit, mom and dad used to always say like, don't have your phone out at dinner. I'm trying to do that here. Like even if we're just sitting on the couch mm-hmm. or something like put my phone down, take the time when I'm playing with Carson, try not to have my phone out. Like I don't want to miss stuff with him just because I'm looking at my phone mindlessly scrolling through stuff. Um, I I'm trying to get a little better in my faith as well. The goal is to kind of read a devote, read my daily devotional and, and at least at a minimum um, like watch sermons on Sunday as if, if I don't make it to church and uh, read, I want to read some books diving into one right now maybe that could be something where a little bit of accountability is i can uh you know share some stuff on here about the books i'm reading right now we're reading talking to strangers from malcolm gladwell it's it's interesting it's about like uh kind of how we tend to like misinterpret things with when we talk to strangers or when we try and kind of figure out strangers so it's a kind of cool book but that's kind of the 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 premise of what i do everything just looking to be more more focused and more intentional with everything and some kind of goals to check along the way to get there. You know? Yeah. I like the book thing. I, I tell myself that every year that I end up not doing it, but I told myself I was going to read, um, read more, uh, books this year on the road trips. Um, at least read some, you know, every road trip Yeah, just to make it, uh, just to make it, you know, better. But I started actually good on this road trip, though. This last road trip, I did read the book. Um, I'm reading uh, the autobiography of uh, John Thompson. I came as a shadow, which I started reading at the beginning of the year. And then I literally put down and didn't touch again for like two months. Um, And so I started reading it again on this last road trip. Really good autobiography. 
Love really, it. really interesting guy. So had a really unique life and obviously a rise to absolute incredible heights in college basketball realm. So stardom, baby. The truth. Yep. But anything else you got to say before we sign off here? That's all I got. Uh, I mean, a, a lot of it falls on me. I got to make sure I'm putting it into my schedule again with the intentionality of it. Make sure we're getting back on track with this. So yeah. hopefully talk soon. Um, mm-hmm. I, I mean, at the absolute longest, I think we want to go is like two weeks between episodes, but hopefully every week is, is yeah. the plan. So trying to get back into it. We appreciate y'all for waiting. I know we don't have a ton of people that listen, but the ones who do listen pretty, uh, pretty loyally. So we appreciate it. Yep. I agree with everything you said. So we'll see you guys. Bye. Peace.